Uh, welcome to a stunted bowl of dude soup. You get it? Welcome no. to a stunted bowl because Why? Lawrence Morris. is at stunt school. Oh, but wouldn't that be the podcast he's doing there? Well, That's he's not doing. He's bowl. not doing a podcast. He's lit on fire right now. <laughs> he's on fire and like jumping over bridges and stuff. What he's, if it's just space camp for toddlers? But they <laughs> he thought it was stunt school. There's like no way. <laughs> there's no way it could be everything he wanted wants it to be. Right? Just based off Lawrence's life. No. No, absolutely not. He's going to be like, they didn't even set me on fire. He's like, they got, they did three people in front of me, then they ran out of fire, and then they said that I wasn't going to be able to do that. The helicopter only went 20 feet off the ground or something like that. I think he's going to have had a good time. Oh, he's going to have a great time. And he'll, he'll be playing Switch in the evenings. Which he'll have really been enjoying. He's, that's right. He's alone too. It's just him. Yeah, him. he's like staying in a <laughs> hotel by himself. I, huh. I hope he makes friends with the people there. <laughs> we sound like he's ten years old <laughs> and he's gone off the camp. Anyways, uh, this yeah, dude soup is brought to you by Mac Weldon and Dollar Shave Club. Go to MacWeldon.com and get twenty percent off using promo code Soup S O U P, or get your one dollar trial at DollarShaveClub.com/dude D U D E. Okay, guys, you ready to talk about uh, the news of the day? What is it, Bruce? Well, this happened last week, so it's not really quite the news of the day, but I figured we should talk about it because now that's all sort of developed. Well, the uh, news the news I saw today was YouTube's doing some stuff, but you put a lot of time into the story. Wait, so. what's YouTube doing? Uh, some content restriction thing. We didn't have enough time to go oh, in. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to dig into something that we don't know about. And this was something that took me a while. Like I, yeah. I, spent, I spent a lot of yesterday and today looking. It feels at this. like the dust is starting to settle a little bit. It is on the JonTron. It is, thing. yeah. So, uh, so everybody has been asking the question last week: Is JonTron racist? Uh, and that's a very loaded question. <laughs> so I will kind of start with reading um, sort of the the research I did on JonTron the last few uh, few months. If you guys don't know, JonTron used to be part of Game Grumps, um, and uh, he's been making content for years and years on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Very funny guy. Uh, I actually really like his content a lot. So he started talking politically recently, uh, and nobody knows why, uh, but he did. Uh, so anyway, so John Tron has been doing some controversial stuff these last few months. Back during the Women's March in January, uh, John Tron tweeted, Guys, hate to break it to you, supporting an entire gender on virtue of its gender is something called sexist. And uh, people took issue with that tweet because they weren't sure if he was against the Women's March or for yeah. the Women's March. Mostly and, Elise. She had a huge problem yeah. with that. Uh, I don't think Elise <laughs> I think she, she went home that day. Just early. so jealous of all his followers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually then, when he was uh, questioned about that tweet, he doubled down uh, and, then, and then tweeted a lot more. Uh, I'm not even talking about Women's March, especially, by the way, just when people allude to the idea that women should be blindly supported. Uh, he also said, what if she were a murderer or even worse, a conservative woman? You guys hate those. Uh, and then finally, he said, oppression test, colon. Can you drive to McDonald's not in hijab? It's the thing, you know, the mm-hmm. basically something that uh, Middle, Middle Eastern, like some Middle Eastern women wear. And get biggest Big Mac value meal. If yes, not oppressed. So basically, he's, he has said that everybody here in America, uh, if they don't have to wear that uh, headdress, they are not oppressed. So at least good news. You're not oppressed. What if they choose Good. to wear it? Um, it what if they're, they're in America and they choose to wear it and they go to McDonald's? I, you know, I think you just blew John Tron's mind. <laughs> well, if you're like in a sub-dom type position, maybe you want to be oppressed. <laughs> that's a good point, too. I didn't it's think about It's not that. a good point. It's a terrible point. Um, so that's just the precursor to what happened. Uh, a number of followers uh, were upset by these remarks. Duh. Um, lesson learned, right? Uh, that's it. That's when you shut mm-hmm. your mouth and you just keep on making content. Absolutely not. That's not what he did. Um, back on March 12th, Representative Steve King, this will all tie in later, Representative Steve King from Iowa tweeted, Dutch Prime Minister candidate Gert Wilders, or Wilders, I don't know how to say it, 
understands that culture and demographics are our destiny. We can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies. So that was a representative from Iowa mm-hmm. here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, representative King then went on to CNN, tried to defend, defend his remarks, said, I'd like to see an America that's just so homogenous that we took a lot, uh, that we look a lot the same. I think there's been far too much focus on race, especially in the last eight years, and I want to see that put behind us. Mr. King also talked a lot about how Western civilization is the superior civilization and that we should be sharing it with everyone. Uh, most journalists saw these remarks from Representative Steve King as thinly veiled white supremacy. Uh, okay, so I mean, it may or may not be. It was one of those things he never said. Whites are better, it's, that kind of thing. It's always a weird thing when you see someone say, "Look, the last eight years has been like really race has been a big issue. Like been a big issue for about how old are humans? Yeah, I was going to say forever. Yeah, yeah, ever since uh, up, upon the plains, uh, a different colored person saw a different. I mean, Dr. Seuss did a whole story about it. You got star bellies, <laughs> and you got the no star bellies. <laughs> it's uh, this is a ongoing fight with ourselves. Well, also this climate's very very sensitive right now, uh, especially right now. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it, so it, it comes in waves. It comes in waves. It's, yeah. it's true. Uh, so that's actually when our hero John Tron comes in. Uh, he jumped on Twitter to defend Representative Steve King's remarks and said, quote, wow, how scandalous. Steve King doesn't want his country invaded by people who have contempt for his culture and people. Nazi. Uh, now, if I try and get into John Tron and Steve King's head, because I am really trying, uh, I think I can kind of see what they're trying to say. They don't want people who hate Western civilization, Western civilization in America, inside America. They don't want people that hate this country to live here. Um, and I understand that from a certain point of view. It makes sense to me. Uh, the problem is what they define as America and their culture and people. Uh, obviously, this whole thing caused a Twitter shitstorm when John Tron jumped to the defense of this representative from Iowa. Uh, so quickly, streamer Stephen Destiny Bonnell invited John Tron onto his show, which is what we're watching now on the monitor behind you guys, mm-hmm. um, to have a live debate about immigration, American culture, and race. This and, is this is where the whole story is right here. And, and for the record, this streamer, that's this is what he does. Yeah, he absolutely. generally picks yes. topics. He gen- his his thing. Some people play H one Z one. He he play he did, likes to debate. Yes. Like he and so he likes to pick topics and he likes to bring people on with different viewpoints. So that way he can debate them about it. That's what he does. Yeah, and uh, I mean like judging from his point of view because I watched the it's a the entire debate is about seventy five minutes long. The some, videos some is, nasty words in that chat. There yeah oh yeah there is yeah there is a lot of nasty be- words in the chat. That's just a, that's a YouTube video. Um, just so you oh, guys know, I thought this was our chat yeah, and no. I, I didn't think <laughs> there was anything, far our chat didn't, no, didn't seem like, anything different. No, <laughs> I was kidding. I was um, kidding. But, uh, no, yeah. So this, this, this video is two hours long, but the debate itself is only about 75 minutes long and it's excruciating. Uh, destiny is a bit of a bulldog kind of ended up digging into John Tron almost right away. Cause he knew he had a victim mm. uh, and he just went after is him. Is he very leading? Um, there are certain questions that are leading. Destiny's a really smart guy and very well-spoken. Also talks very fast, um, and it, his toward, mind is moving at like a mile a minute. It is. It uh, it reminds me a lot of sort of like conservative or liberal talk radio or anything where it's like yeah. you listen and you're like, you just I don't know what you said, but you sounded very convincing. Yeah, no, and, and I'm and, gonna put back on Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> De- Destiny, he again, very very smart guy. There are a few questions that are pretty leading towards the end of this debate, uh, but it is really obvious from the start that John Tron was not ready for this this debate uh, at all. Um, so in turn, uh, John Tron has some amazing quotes that come out of this debate. Um, boy, oh boy. They immediately started talking about Jim Crow laws, which are racial segregation laws. 
uh, started talking about how they don't affect crimes committed by minorities today. John Tron said, quote, there are like 18 year olds who are committing a disproportionate amount of crime and they were born after me. So how do you explain that? Is that Jim Crow? Nobody wants to get into the realistic things. They, referring to progressives uh, or destiny, just want to blame whites more and more. I don't understand why it is anyone else's responsibility but their own. Do minorities not have agency? So that's just the beginning. Um, and, that's, and that's sort of like when he was, I think I, he had his wits about him. <laughs> um, uh, later on, he said, why is it bad for white people to resist their own demographic displacement? Uh, which I've never heard before. I've never heard that term before. Uh, it's a refrain that John Tron used throughout the debate and it made it seem as if American culture is based on white people. Uh, early on, I guess it was because a lot, of, a lot of America was founded by. Well, once we kicked out all the brown and red people, well, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that there's a lot of obviously Native Americans that were here when we arrived. Your ancestors. Uh, my ancestors is true. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a mixture of all of them. So uh, early on, man. Uh, it was. But I, I feel like that's one of the great things about America. Our culture changes over time because we accept all races and creeds, and that was the point. Hmm. As bring us your tired, your poor. I, that's what, that's what I thought. Anyways, that, those, that's, those are my words. Hmm. Uh, John Tron also used Japan as an example of a near utopian society because it's been homogenized. I don't know if that's true Is or Japan not. near, near, I mean, near utopian? <laughs> Aren't they dealing with a lot of shit? I thought <laughs> they were. Like socially and demographically. What are you going to say, Elise? A lot of people point to like Scandinavian countries as well because they're more homogenous. They're yeah. smaller, less populated, and they have lower crime rates. But I think... That also, it's not necessarily just the homogenous nature of race or, or nationality. It is also a size thing. America is a very, very large country with yeah. a lot of people. It's got like two coat, like, you know, it, it's, I think it's it's more than just like a homogenous people. That I, well, is, yeah. is factor related to crime. The nickname but, is the melting pot. Yeah. And I've always, I've always liked that because I think, you know, we can all get together and sort of find our common ground regardless of where we came from or what mm -hmm. our creeds are or whatever um anyways uh here's my favorite uh he said quote wealthy blacks also commit more crime than poor whites that's a fact look it up john tron then proceeded to get a drink of water and destiny couldn't find the source <laughs> for that claim he let us literally what happened to get a drink of water. he did he was like i'm gonna get a drink of water yeah. and got up and, and walked away do a victory lap uh <laughs> and destiny is like just dumbfounded when uh when he says that as was I when I heard it. Right, I need to say it one more time out loud just so we can add it to the soundboard. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, and then he said, quote, we've gotten rid of discrimination in Western countries. Uh, John Tron says this. We've gotten rid of discrimination in Western countries. If you don't think we've gotten rid of discrimination, you're living in a fantasy land. Uh, and then I think the that was a typo. And at the <laughs> no, he said it. And at the very end, he said, RIP my career. Uh, because he realized, I think, John, again, yeah. John Tron's a very smart guy. I think he realized what happened after it happened for me that was like the most shocking thing because i was like oh shit like does he so when you say it he must either he was like what am i saying or i also posed another scenario like he understands an industry in which he works yeah is generally liberal slanted um and left-leaning and his the things that he says aren't necessarily in line with what most people uh, say in that industry, so he could just be thinking, "Oh well, I know where I know where I have to work and where my money comes from, and oh, so I'm going to be in trouble because the things that I say don't not necessarily." But when you say "rip my career," it sounds like you understand that the things you said are bad. I see what you're saying, mm -hmm. I see what but saying. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm curious what his headspace and motivation. Because when I heard that, I was like, "What?" This is something that I I've seen more with 
Hollywood. And I guess it just happens to anyone who gets any sort of taste of fame or something like that, um, where you see with a lot of actors or um, I was talking earlier about like um, with you guys about Leonardo DiCaprio, where it's like he's been uh, during his acceptance speech. He's like, hey, I want to talk about global warming. And I think a lot of people are like, yeah, Revenant was good. And then they forget (laughs) the other part. Um, It's just something I don't know where this comes from, but a lot of celebrities feel the need to get political one way or the other. Uh, Hollywood's very liberal. And even uh, I think it was like Tim Allen recently said uh, he's like being conservative in L.A. uh, feels like I forgot what he said. 1930s Germany. He said 1930s Germany. And it's just sort of like, just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have political views one way or the other, but people probably are not watching you for that unless you're a Bill O'Reilly type or someone who is known for that. I, I, I can't imagine a day where any one of us go, you know, we should really focus on politics some because peop- that's yeah. not what we know. It's yeah, not our forte. My takeaway is that some people perceive having a, a soapbox and, a, and a, a voice now as a way to push their agenda, an agenda which they think they are doing things that will be for the better. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, and, and I think like, it, it works both ways because just because you're conservative doesn't mean that you don't think that the things that you're going to do are for the general improvement of society. Yeah, yeah. Just like if a liberal thinks that saying like, yes, black lives matter, like is, is positive. Yeah. There are people that think their message is positive as well. Absolutely. Um, and, and once you have that soapbox, you sometimes think there's a social responsibility for you to reach as many people as possible. I don't think that's necessarily where John Tron was at thinking like I need to, reach as many people as possible with my message because it's this great message that's going to help people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he well he he released another video, right? Yeah. Clarifying I, what he was going for. I think I think he wasn't prepared for a two hour debate with someone who clearly had done a lot of research and prep for it. He just was like, I just want to get this one point across. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't necessarily agree with his one point. But um I think in trying to do that, he started getting frustrated and then he started like when you're arguing with someone, there at a certain point it stops mattering who's right or wrong. Sure, like He's like trying to if win. you start losing your cool, this happens to I think every human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. You just want to get at that person, and yeah. it, it's a certain certain point when you're listening to it, you can hear he's not. He's just frustrated with with destiny, and like and so he starts saying these things that like I don't even fit in with his own rhetoric. Because he just want he couldn't he doesn't want to give any sort of leeway to this guy this other person who he's angry yeah. with I don't know and I'm not defending his rhetoric but there have been times where I've done debates or whatnot in school where I've had to forcibly argue a position that I don't agree with but mm-hmm. it, you just have to argue that position right. it's yeah. part of the the assignment and yeah like you said he may just have been like well I just need to be completely contrary to what this dude yeah. is saying because he's so le- like left leaning or whatever I don't know like I said I don't agree with it me personally like. I grew up thinking like, especially in Canada, it's a cultural mosaic where it's supposed to be that everybody can still be who they want to be, represent where they came from, and still like hold all of that true to them. So Canada's the utopia, not Japan? <laughs> no, not well, Japan. Canada's the opposite of oh. what what they're describing as a utopia. It's, it's like all the it's, it's like all the same. It's like why bother focusing on a Canadian culture right. when we can have, have all these yeah. other cultures that you can travel Have this from. diverse mm-hmm. smorgasbord and you're not trying to assimilate to to homogenize. You're trying to just like let all of that coexist. Um, and so like for me, I, I, get, I get the let's all like have pride and take pride in America. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think like 
it's it'd be cool if if more of America thought, well, we can take pride in in being American by letting people here that that aren't necessarily our traditional expectation of what American means. Yeah, absolutely. But I do agree with you that like I think he he may have they may have been more referring to give them to the benefit of the doubt. They may have been referring to people that don't necessarily like America. I've I've known very few immigrants that have actually said they do not like Canada or America. Yeah. Most immigrants I know, they they may not necessarily have the the same kind of job that they held in the country that they came from. Um, I knew a lot of people back home that, you know, managed 400 people in the uh, like Eastern European country they lived in. But then when they moved to Canada, they were working in retail and stuff. And sure. it's it's uh, it comes down to language barrier and access and whatnot. But they still were really, really happy for the opportunities and the freedom that they felt to be there, right? To be yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird. The idea of like people coming to a country to dismantle it. I, I, it, it's never been something that I've kind of really no. bought into on a personal level. Yeah, me too. But I just, maybe I'm not seeing the right evidence. It's just the kind of thing where it's like you you hear the stories of the he was a heart surgeon, went to medical yeah. school. Then there was a civil war in his country, so he and his family moved, and then they live in a studio apartment, and and he drives trucks for a living or whatever. Like he just does something so dramatically different. Yeah. than what he was trained for and probably what he expected for himself. Sure. And then you ask him, he's like, America's the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Greatest, greatest goddamn country in the world. Then you go to uh, a college with someone who was born here and they were raised here by an American family and everything. And then they're going there and they're like, this place is going to, like America's going to hell in a handbasket. This All place right. is, a, this country's a piece of shit, you know, and stuff like that. Turn, it's, turns it's, out there's a lot of people with a lot of different exactly. opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, and, and to be honest with you, that's why I yeah. love I actually love this kind of discourse because we're all allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. We're all allowed to talk like this. Uh, and and I think, and John Tron says it in his response video at the end of his response video, which I'll get to in a second. He says, you know, hey, like everybody keep debating, keep talking. Um, and uh, I, I forget where the quote came from, but it was recent, which is, you know, like, uh, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend uh, to your the right death Voltaire. your right to say it. Voltaire. Um, I don't. I, I can't remember who said. Yeah, it. I may not agree with what you say, but yeah. I will defend to um, the death your right to say it. I'll mm -hmm. Google it. But but that. What did you say it was from? Adam Futurama. I was wrong. Futurama. Futurama. Right. It was, yeah. it was actually Family Guy. Futurama. <laughs> no, no, it's, yeah. it's Futurama. It's the lawyer. They, it is yes. Voltaire, though. Right? Uh, also, I so believe the, it's the reason you thought it was Voltaire. Oh. Um, is so Evelyn Evelyn Beatrice Hall. She, she wrote a biography of Voltaire, and apparently it's in that. Oh, so, okay. And the Friends of Voltaire, Hall wrote the phrase, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend the death of your right to say it. There you go. And um, then Family Guy used it. Which is often misattributed to Voltaire himself. There you go. Uh, we family don't know. Guy. Maybe he said it, though. We don't know. <laughs> like, we don't have audio recordings of everything. That's true. That's a very good point. Um, so, it's Family Guy. So, it's so, family so guy. having family spent guy a few hours with, with John Tron and all, basically all the, uh, like, listening to the debate over and over. and say we have in, has in, You've never met him, right? No, I've never dealt with him on a personal. I, level. I've never met him, um, and and to be honest with you, now I'd love to just kind of sit down and talk to him because it sounds like he is defending his way of life. It sounds like he's trying to say like, hey, like there's no reason to like he feels assaulted. Mm -hmm. um, he feels like people are coming after him, and this is long before he talked about it. Uh, it, it feels like there there are this is sort of it's bu bubbling up in him in a long time. I, mm -hmm. This is all speculation. I have no idea, but that's the way it sounded to me, um, and. To a certain extent, I understood. I understood why he felt that way because I think if if people are saying like, well, there's all these other people encroaching on your space and encroaching on your demographic, as he kept saying, uh, 
then then you do feel attacked. Mm -hmm. You feel you feel like you know that maybe these people are like whoever he thinks those people are. Mm. Uh, maybe they're coming coming after his way of life. And uh, this is when you start to you like as a person, you have to start to take a step back and start to have empathy for the for everybody around you. I was gonna I was gonna say the when did this all start? Like when did so? Example, if Bruce or Elise came out there and said something political, politically charged, and the people started attacking, you go, whoa, where's this coming from? Right. You can't really act surprised, when, especially when the people who are following you or your your small audience or whatever, is that population is following you because of a certain thing. And that thing was most likely funny internet videos yeah. that were game-related in some way, shape, or form. So once you start throwing politics in there, you're inviting a very... I don't want to say toxic group, but it's going to be a very hostile group. Yeah. And if you're not ready for that, it's probably not the place you want to be. And there's a lot of friends and people I've seen on Twitter who have kind of, they double down and they want to go political with it. And they're like, that's your choice. You want to do that. But you start to see the retweets and the favorites start to dwindle down to zero because people are going, well, this isn't why I followed you. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> another example is like, there's a voice actor I follow online. And every time he tweets about hockey, he's like a Canadian voice actor. Every time he tweets about hockey, people are like unfollow. Then he always has to do like an apology of like, "Hey, sorry, I like I know hockey. I know you're following me because I'm voice actor, but I love hockey, <laughs> and I get it that you want to unfollow me. Yeah, and I'll even tell you mute me when this game is on. And like I totally understand that. So I was like, oh okay, I, hmm. similar but different. No, no, absolutely. I mean, it's very similar. Uh, is there a line though? Is there a line of like where you can be you, but and also be the people what what people want? You should always be you. Yeah, honestly, like you should uh, always be you. I think you should. No, yeah, I, I agree. You don't have to give everyone everything all the time, but you should always be you. Well, I mean, be you, but then also, what if you, James, when yeah. you become a multi-millionaire, you're like, man, yeah. don't you hate it when your second Tesla doesn't follow your third <laughs> Tesla? Like, I was gonna say, when you start more Teslas you, by then. But well, I was on. gonna say, like, when do you when once you start becoming unrelatable, uh -huh. do you just stop? Well, you, I mean, you still be you, but you can you can still do the math and say, who am I talking to? Right. I mean, it's it's like self censorship. But if at that the guy point, likes hockey and he wants to tweet about right, hockey, right. He tweet about hockey. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. like, and that, and that becomes like, well, are you servicing your audience, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Or there's like Gwyneth Paltrow who does her Goop blog. Who I don't know who that's for. I forgot to tell it's you, I saw her. her on I saw her on the street in Santa oh, Barbara. Oh really? We chased her. You what? chased we, her. So I, I, Bethany and I were in Santa Barbara. We were walking down State Street, which is like the main street in Santa Barbara, and I, I saw I picked her up in the corner of my eye. Yeah. Sorry, sidebar. And uh. I saw Gwyneth Paltrow and I was like, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. And I, I whispered it to Bethany and she's really tall. She's yeah. super tall. She looked like Bigfoot. She looked and, really pretty in person though. Uh, I mean, he she, said Bigfoot. She looked, uh, she didn't look, she wasn't ugly. She didn't look pretty. Oh. Um, because she like, she just looked like she just woken up and was walking around with her family. Okay. Now let's imagine Bethany was in there. Now is she pretty? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways. So, uh, no, it was, it was one of those things where I, we saw her and I was like, like that's going to Walter on Bethany didn't see so she walked right by and she's like what where 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 and I was like should we chase her and oh, yeah. like do you want to see her do you want to see her and and Bethany was like okay all right all right so <laughs> so we followed her down so the you street you took out your old camera that has the thing and the gunpowder <laughs> Greta Greta hold on wait for the light Bob um, pose for the can yeah. and all I could think of was <laughs> all I could think of was she probably has one of those eggs in her vagina 
Oh yeah, that like was a Faberge the, that egg. Was all I could think of. What? Hmm? She, haven't you heard about how she has those? What is it? What is it Faberge egg that she has in her vagina? Yeah, she puts, I don't like, know. Faberge eggs or something in her vagina. I what? Know. I think it's time for an ad read. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of Stay vaginas. Back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh wait. Oh wow. Okay. Um, was I supposed to do this one? Oh, oh Lawrence. Uh oh. Speaking of vaginas, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing in terms of underwear right now. I'm wearing Mac Weldon. So I'm also wearing Mac. <laughs> uh, Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, yep. hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. They have a line. What are you doing? We're checking his Mac yeah. Weldon. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. Yep. Uh, I actually do know that firsthand. Um, they uh, <laughs> they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. So go to MacWeldon.com. It's M-A-C-K. W-E-L-D-O-N dot com and get 20% off any underwear, shirts, or whatever you want to buy using promo code SOUP, S-O-U-P. So that's MacWeldon.com or promo code SOUP, S-O-U-P. Um, and again, uh, we all wear Mac Weldon, I think, a lot of the time here. Mm -hmm. And I really like their shirts. Uh, I really like their underwear. It's all it's all really good stuff. I've, I've almost so. replaced all my clothes. Or, all my, well, man. All, <laughs> they did more than, let's see, <laughs> shirts. Underwear, socks. I think they do the shorts. What, they I do have shorts? the shorts. It's awesome. Yeah, you I, keep I, telling me about the shorts. I have the pants, the for sleepy pants, like you, the sweat you pants. You have sleepy pants? They're really Damn, good. Just got them for me for Christmas. Pants. Fantastic. Sounds awesome. Anyway. Um, anyway, all right. So so back to JonTron. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> let's bring it back down. Back to JonTron, yeah. So, yeah, I like to we're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and underwear, but let's go on. So the, so this was after the debate. Um, I believe the debate, why well, was it Tuesday? I can find out right now uh, when this aired. Let's see here. I believe you. Um, it was the 13th, so I think that was, yes, that was Tuesday of last week. Right. And in a few days, he started to see his subscribers dropping off and started to get a lot of angry uh, hate in his subreddit, on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Media, websites, lots of websites. I, go, they, I mean, like, everybody mm -hmm. was writing articles about him. I mean, like, Time wrote an article yeah. about it. Uh, Listen, I, I don't like... I don't like people with different views as much as the next person, <laughs> but we're really, we're really diluting the term Nazi in this modern age. Yeah. I remember the good old days when Nazi meant something. Yeah. When Nazis <laughs> stood for something. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I know what you're saying though. It is a term that's like throwing it around. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, like, so uh, there's that. And then there's also social justice warrior. It's like, just chill out with these yeah. guys. You just apply it to everything. It's it's a it's not a line. It's it's weird because on the one hand it's like you want to take the power away, but on the other hand, yeah, it's like you you can't use that term so much. Yeah. Because eventually you just it becomes something that that's like a trigger for everybody because you hear it so often. Well, it's it's so easy too. It is very very easy, right? Yeah. It, it also kind of uh, makes you a less reliable just source. It kind of if you're if you're just being so exaggerative with your, with your language and saying that person's a Nazi, it's like right away I'm like okay, well I'm not going to listen yeah. to what you have to say because you can say that that person is uh, an extremist. Yep. You can say that maybe their their views are you know not biased. You can say that they are uh, you know hateful. Like mm -hmm. but Nazi, I kind of I'm just like is oh it, that's a little too much. Is it weird yeah. that we have a logo that 
Jeff has called on many times, uh, swastika-esque. Well, I mean, uh, like, we then, then we went on to play Germans called the SS Boys, and now we're defending the word Nazi. Oh, I'm not defending. <laughs> I mean, like, it's come at us, Wall Street uh, Journal. I mean, Nazis, are like, Nazis, Nazis are terrible. Nazis are terrible. Nazis defend words. We just need the, we just well, need the write-up. We need the press. Uh, <laughs> like, Nazis were terrible, and we beat them. Yes. Uh, and now, and, and well, like, I, Russians, I guess, too. I guess the Russians, too. You're right. Yeah, a little English help, too, there. Yeah, uh, a little well, English help. Well, I guess, well, I guess what you're saying is Nazis haven't really existed in what was an actual Nazi for... You mean like as a large group of, like a very large like group a, of a political, The German political party. Yeah. A influential political party that then wanted to do very horrible things. Right. Yeah, That doesn't exist anymore. What exists now are either white supremacists or people with extreme views, but it's much easier to go, Nazi. You're a Nazi, right? Yeah, because so it's, it's only four, word, four letters. Jeff needs to stop being such a cuck. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that another, word's okay. Though. I love that word. I don't know. I, I, even that one's getting a little played out. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. We're trying to play it. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, but it what a ride. Dilute it. <laughs> Cuck's just funnier. Sorry, sorry. It's oh, just no, no, it's a funny word. Absolutely funny. Because I think of cluck like a chicken. Yeah. Oh, we can start calling Is that clucks? not what it means? Yeah. What? I thought uh -oh. that's what it meant. No, no, no you uh -oh. don't know. Look at the oh, straw boy. man over here. Anyway, so John Tron released a response to all this on his channel. It's a video response that's unlisted, which is kind of strange. So it's you can only find it through links on like Polygon or whatever. Mm. Um, and he, he tries to justify his remarks during it, this. It's a four minute video. Uh, he tries to justify his remarks during the Destiny debate as being under quote a lot of pressure and not being prepared. Um, he I think he felt again gained up on or attacked, and also he readily admitted that he was not ready for the debate, um, which I appreciated. Uh, he also talks about tribalization. And um, I, I don't hear people talking about tribalization very often, mm -hmm. uh, probably because that isn't what Western society is about, um, at least in my opinion. Uh, and uh, that if people are allowed to talk in terms of race, why aren't white people allowed to do the same? That's what, uh, that's what John Tron was kind of asking that same question. Uh, he goes on to defend immigration, saying he's a child of two immigrants, which he is. Uh, finally, he says he's going to take a step back and go back to doing comedy, which he's better at anyway. Um, and then yeah. I, I clapped I, at my computer screen. He's like, please, please go back to comedy. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where he realized that when he went out there, said his views and then doubled down on those views, mm. um, he made his life a lot harder and, and probably realized he was not as educated as he should have been on all of those issues and realizing the depth and breadth of, of the, of those terms and mm. those concepts. I guess it just comes down to what this is just speaking for John Tronor and us. Like, what do you want to do? What do you find? What brings you enjoyment for me? It's playing video games and being funny with my friends. Yeah. It's not talking about politics. It's not yeah. talking about real issues, which some could say, well, it's like, well, you're a coward and you're because you guys don't want to talk about this. I was like, honestly, I don't think my opinion will sway one person one way or the other or really holds that much value. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, there's a difference between being a coward and being an idiot. Yep. I'd say we fall on the idiot side of things. <laughs> Happy idiots. Yeah. Um, I, I, look, my, my true opinion is that one day the robots will rise yeah, and we're all going to be dead anyway. Robots. Yeah, and this is, just, this is just a digital microsecond that the little baby robots learn in uh, robot class. Um, and they go, wow, they were dumb. Well, the, no, but the coolest part about the robots rising is we're going to unite against them as one. It won't matter about our race. We're, we're going to lose. We're going to lose, lose immediately. Well, because someone's going to call someone else a Nazi, and then yeah. it's going to be a whole big where thing. where do you think the robots came from? Japan, homogenous society. <laughs> oh, no oh, wonder. That's true. What? No, they all come from Boston Dynamics. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. They got wheels now. I don't yeah. know. I, for one, can't wait to surrender 
to a society that's merged itself into a multicultural landscapey thing because mixed race people are banging. They really are banging. Mm. It's yeah. like almost as though genetics has said, you gotta mix it up. Well, mm. and that's one of my favorite parts. So like jazz, jazz is a great example of fusion. That came from a bunch of different cultures is all that like together. Like a porn star, all at once. <laughs> He's uh, Will Smith's friend from oh, uh, Fresh Prince. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, Jazz is the perfect woman, man. Um, and it's and it's. I think it's basically it's the only music that but America people hate. Jazz, that, well, but also people love jazz. They also don't understand it. They also don't understand. They it. fear it. America has birthed. That's the only music America's really ever birthed. Apparently, is jazz. And uh, that's dubstep. wait. What about that, rap? That's and dubstep. I, and dub. Well, and dubstep. But no, I've always heard that that's jazz is like our uh, the like uh, basically the American. Uh, official American music. Um, that's just what I, I, I mean. Some people would argue that good old fashioned country. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Whatever you say, uh, John Tron. Um, yeah. I'm 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 a I'm an original guy. I think trance. So <laughs> it's weird. It's it's I, like I thinking about it because Bruce <laughs> Bruce and I were talking about this earlier, and some sort of question came up like. How do you know someone's a racist? Sure. Something like that. Yeah. There was that. I don't remember the exact prompting. And I was like, it feels like it's less a matter of being a racist and more of a matter of how much you're in it to in it for yourself. Right? Because I think that there's certain barriers. This is my personal opinion. Uh, there's certain barriers between you and then everyone coming at you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's, Necessarily that a, a person with light skin is looking at other people with light skin and saying saying like Me and people that look like me are better than you. I think it's the kind of thing that once People that look like you appear to be losing ground in some sort of capacity in the society in which you live You do the math and you go. Oh shit. That means it's coming for me And then you're like I'm gonna lose ground and because I care about myself most like, I don't want that to happen. But I I guess. I guess it has to be self-preservation because I can look and see, like, oh, there are maybe fewer. I'm noticing, like, like for example, my, like, my, my high school, mm-hmm. there were tons of people of different races. Yeah, and yeah. that was obvious. Didn't matter. Who well, cares? No, no. I'm not saying like that all everyone, those people. everyone I know has the reaction to, to self-preserve. Sure. But I think that, I think that maybe also a difference between your high school, I don't know what it was, is that it was kind of that way when you got there you just you just kind of grew up in a world where there were all these different peoples and, and, it, and it wasn't a uh, a tug of war so to speak I guess America is a little different because it's kind of been embattled with itself for a real long time as as the first people came in they saw other people and they said you get out this is our space and then from that point on other cultures came in and then I think there is a feeling of like losing ground. So, uh, John Tron's parents are those people that came in. So well, yeah, I don't know where that. I, I don't. I'm not speaking to him specifically. Uh, yeah. Like, and I don't know where that comes from. Well, I mean, like that, and that was another thing I speculated about. Is it, typically a lot. A lot of your philosophies uh, when you're growing up come from your parents. Mm-hmm. Like usually, the, the whatever whatever they believe, you tend to either sort of side with them or like. You'll listen to hear them out. Maybe, you know, some things will change when you go through puberty and college and high school and all that other stuff. But uh, from the way he talked, it, it, it sounded as if, like, him and his parents kind of all agreed mm-hmm. uh, down these lines. Now, I, I'm not saying they, they agreed to everything, but uh, he was, he is the child of two immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I think the first, like, they had the first generation, so they'd just come. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've heard some 
very interesting opinions from immigrants that had just immigrated to the United States, like in the last 20 or 30 years, I'd heard people talk about um, America and, and almost uh, I've heard them come in and say, and like basically shut the door behind them and be like, no, we don't, we don't need anybody else. And I was always like, that's such an interesting philosophy because if you just came here because you know America's great or you wanted to be in America, and now you're like, never mind. We, you know what? We don't need anybody else. Yeah, but I, I mean that's... that that also again, we don't know anything about what their parents, his parents, oh, or whatever. Of course, like, of course, yeah. that also kind of is in line. I... You have a built-in American pride that you think America is the best country. You got in, well, but I, maybe I, in yeah. the interest yeah. of self-preservation, like, We're not good everyone else is <laughs> good as good as you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I do think that like a lot of immigrants, they whether they're coming to Canada or U.S., they do kind of gravitate more toward places where there are people that are from their same home countries oh, of course, yeah. mm-hmm. so like in in you know toronto a lot of polish people they'll go live in roncesville a lot of ukrainians will go live in blur us village like it's you like say that. that's not you can't use that word <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, that's how people sort of try to try to assimilate as they find those communities within the country they've moved to and they and they sort of find that support base mm-hmm. from from there. What would any of you do if tomorrow Rooster Teeth moved to France and they said, we're all moving to France? Would you go find that American pocket or would you just go, take me, France? Well, like, ooh, la, la. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, I mean, I mean, they've been rude to me. Sometimes in the interest of survival, you have to find that pocket. Oh, yeah. Because like prison. You, you're not fully prepared yeah. for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I always refer to a little flick called Gangs of New York. Um, <laughs> well, Bill where, the Butcher. Yeah, well, Bill the Butcher is is basically the racist antagonist of that film. Mm-hmm. He's the white supremacist, and he's he hates the Irish. Um, is that which, what it was? He yeah, the Irish, the Irish like uh, Liam Neeson and Leonardo DiCaprio, who is his son in the film, like are represent the Irish, who are the latest round of immigrants to come. But it's like Bill the Butcher... He's like one removed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like his parents came over, but they were just yeah. there first. And so he grew up in America. Like, but there's my country people now. that come right afterwards. <laughs> Does that face and the whole so, time? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be cut. It's that's I mean, that's that's kind of it, though. <laughs> like, that's a good example of it. Well, it's it's interesting that you got there because that's that's where the debate. Uh, John, John and Destiny, they they debate about that, mm-hmm. about how I guess, early, you know, like in the in the 1800s, uh, people didn't like the Irish. And so. Then Still the, the Irish were considered white people, or they were considered not white people, right? Not yeah. white people of this culture today's today's day and age, and uh, it's an, another interesting part of the debate because they're they're trying to, I guess, determine, uh, you know, like John Tron saying, "Oh, now they're now they're integrated, so now they're kind of part of us." And Destiny saying, "Well, damn, that's that's happening right now. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin or whatever. If they are all integrating, eventually we'll all just be America." This is this is why we need an alien invasion. Because I believe that would offer perspective. That's yeah, what I always love about the robots. Absolutely. Well, well, but we built the robots. So that's oh, different. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> well, this is before the robots. So, Japan built yeah. the robots. Well, well it's, it's a, <laughs> you'll, you'll read my book series. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Oh no, but like like an Independence Day type situation or Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. where they're like, I love when everyone goes. Like first, it's like brown versus black and versus white, and everyone's fighting. Then they go, oh fuck, bugs from space, yep. and then so we all band together yeah. and go. Fuck it! I'm gonna move to Buenos Aires. It's awesome, and I want to go kill bugs. And everyone holds it like race is yeah. gone. Now it's us versus them. It's metal on metal because we built but, kaiju's or Jaegers. Yeah. Whatever, whichever one was the witch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember which is <laughs> which. But then, witch. but then what happens? This is this sort of I think happens just with people in general. Mm-hmm. You start to just start to divide within yourself 
So it could be like an entire group of white people can kick all the color people out or whatever they do. But then they start to go, well, you're Irish and I'm German. And there's a di- and now it's like now you just start getting subsections and yep. people just start interfighting. Like that's a weird human nature thing that we do. That's I just we need giant bugs to attack us. Here's the thing That'd be is, helpful. Um, EDF was onto something. It's, it's interesting because uh, language itself the theory behind language is that it was innately built. It formed in humanity because human beings needed to learn how to trade with each other in more complex fashions. <laughs> um, but it it also allowed different cultures, tribes, if you will, to immediately determine whether or not someone was part of their tribe because the way they looked at them sometimes wasn't enough. Right. So you could you could talk to them, and as soon as they couldn't talk back to you, you're like. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know you, who, where you're from, which step, tribe step, are you step, from? Step, 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 step. And languages are extremely complex to learn. It's almost by design such that even if you learn it, you might have an accent. And boom, yeah. the human brain can go, you're not from here. I know you're not mm. from here, even though you look exactly like Is me. That- so now I know how to qualify our distance in terms of yeah. where we kind of grew Is that working against us, though, in the long run? Like, that's a big reason why I love the movie Arrival. Mm-hmm. When it's just sort of like... well. There was like, what if, I don't know. Would, oh, well, I'm going to blow your mind. Go for it. We've, we've, the number of languages that exist in the world sure. today is a fraction of what they, what existed here exist, yeah. not so, too long ago. So world peace will finally come when we're all speaking Portuguese. Everyone's saying, <laughs> everyone's saying English is, is the big one. That's just According so. According to Firefly, it was English and Mandarin. But, I was going to say well, yeah, Mandarin. I know. But yeah. it's going to, that's, here's the beautiful thing. This, and this is. This is beautiful. So again, this or is, is it. Well, this Horrible. is the, so it's beautiful. So, all right, let me specify. It's beautiful for me because it fits with my worldviews and yeah. my things and like that. And it's okay if it doesn't fit with yours. It just fits with mine. Language changes. So whatever the world language is when that happens, it mm. won't be English like we are talking right now, mm. but it will be a changed We'll be speaking the true-true. We'll be speaking the cloud atlas true language. Oh man, um, and that's a great movie that was under uh, under awarded. No, no, it's just like <laughs> it evolved, it changed, and then it adapted in such a way that the most number of people, the largest amount of people, could benefit from it in some way. It's like my mom, the Polish that she speaks is not the Polish that people speak. The the cool kids speak in Poland now because it's changed so much. Yeah. She's speaking the Polish that her parents brought with them in the 1940s. So like, she's like, she's like, if she would ever talk to one of my friends that was like Polish and spoke whatever the dialect is now with all the slang and everything, my mom would be like, oh, I don't, I don't really know what that word is or how to say that. It's all, it's all changing constantly. In London, they say bruv. Mm-hmm. What you thinking, bro? Or here yeah. they say on fleek. But you know what happens? I don't think they say that anymore. <laughs> I think that's out of the. That's out of the. Damn it! I just got it. Uh, you know what happens though in mm. Poland, right? There's a bunch of different dialects. But oh, then, yeah. But then when the Nazis attack, they all band together and they say, you know what? It doesn't matter what our dialects are. We're going to fight the Nazis. Yeah. And and that, see, that's I feel like like you said, if we have aliens or robots or something like that to unite the human race. I feel we don't. We shouldn't need that, right? We shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't need it. We're concocting this plan like it's um, going to happen. Yeah, I but, like these the slow moves but from it's, the Jodron debate to this. But I hope one, someone buys our script, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just one of those things that I I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's just this culture right now. Uh, but everybody sort of looks up to that. We all look up to the fact that, like, you know what? We all shake hands, whether black or white or, you know, brown or whatever. And we all say, all right, let's fight the aliens. Like, and everyone goes, yeah, you yeah. know, we all get excited about that. Well, it's, I always say, put yourself in that situation. 
racist or otherwise, where the aliens abduct you and you break out of your prison and you find just another human, do you think, oh no, a black person or no. a white person or whatever in that situation? Or you go, another human, thank God. Yeah. And yeah. then like, I wish we had that mindset all the time we, where we're like, let's band together. Let's yeah. all be, but it's, it's not gonna happen because we still got a bunch of monkey brains. Well, uh, I'm gonna blow your mind now. What happens if the aliens come like arrival and they're peaceful? Then we gotta integrate the aliens in to our, our not you're thinking, my plan. Uh -oh. You're thinking alienation. Uh, You're way off. <laughs> we give them badges and make them cops. Well, here's let me blow your double blow. Okay, double blow. We're going to that planet or the moon outside of Jupiter. Yeah, that accommodates us. But now we're the immigrants. Oh my god! Wait. And now we gotta speak alien. <laughs> and I gotta drive a cab. <laughs> Double blow. We're taking our robot prisoners with us because we're going to abandon them on the dark side of Jupiter. <laughs> but then the, we find we get there. The aliens are there. So we have to band with the robots against the aliens. Oh, that sounds awesome. Omar, what were you going to say? Something about Cuba. Uh, I, <laughs> was it about robots or aliens? Or Cuba. Omar. No, keep going. You're good. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, you, you said what I was going to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, aliens. Cuba, uh, alien, Cuba, none of those really work. Omar, no. make it work. Uh, speaking of Omar not shaving, aha, uh -huh. he doesn't shave, right? I don't think he shaves right not anymore, not but he should. Uh, he should. He's yeah, about he should. to because because before Dollar Shave Club, it was either save money and get a painful shave from a disposable like the ones they give away for free at the gym, which felt like shaving with a piece of glass. It sucks. It really does. Or you pay a fortune for the latest gimmicky shave breakthrough that nobody needs, like a laser chin detector. Omar, do you have one of those? Or uh, 17 more blades. Uh, I, I don't have a chin. Okay. Oh, that's true. Uh, Dollar Shave Club is the best of both worlds there. A premium shave at a disposable price. Get a close, smooth shave every single time, and you can't beat the convenience or the price of the club. Right now, they're giving away a one-month trial of any of their razors for $1 with free shipping. And after that, it's just a few bucks a month. There's no long-term commitments, no hidden fees, and you cancel whenever you want. Get your $1 trial at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude, D-U-D-E. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash dude, D-U-D-E. And then you can start that trial for a buck with free shipping. So there you go. If you want to shave, if you want to be like Omar and uh, and start shaving, then uh, go to the, Dollar Shave Club. The sad story that they described in that ad read is exactly my tale. I never thought I would be that. I used to get like a bag, the bag of disposable razors because they didn't want to invest in a good one. And it was always terrible. They suck. It was always horrible. The worst. And, Remember, then, and then I got Dollar Shave Club, and I was a little apprehensive about it at first because you're still supposed to just throw away the razor. But now I always have. Uh, it's always good. Yeah. It's always good. I don't, have we talked about the story when they we did the the Sim City oh. Machinima video, and no, they made no, me yeah, you shave a beard probably thicker than this with a Bic razor. Oh, piece yeah. of crap. Oh my god! You're not supposed to do that. No, yeah. and they were like, I just I remember the the director or the the producer at the time telling poor Michael to go to the store and he's like whispering in his ear and everyone could hear. He goes, get the cheapest razor they got. And I was like, it's the difference of like $4. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I, and I remember having to shave with one of those things that like, I'm pretty sure it broke at one point. So then I had to take the handle and then shave it. And then afterwards when they were filming, they looked at Lawrence and they were like, Oh, Lawrence, you should have played the character that Adam is. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, shit. I mean, I think everybody cuts all over his face because he was trying to shave uh. with this crappy, crappy razor. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just to close out the JonTron stuff, um, basically, he, uh, over the course of March 14th, 16th, he lost about 10,000 subscribers, uh, and his subreddit was shut down temporarily because of all the shit posts. It's back up now, but it's basically just a parody of the whole controversy. Hmm. Um, uh, his subs are back up, too, so that's that's fine. You don't need to worry about JonTron, not that anybody was. Yeah. 
but uh, I think he's going to be just fine. Um, the, kind of the whole difference between this and the PewDiePie thing uh, with the Wall Street Journal and the you know Death Doll Jews joke was that the PewDiePie thing was in the context of comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and this was not. This was just political beliefs said by John Tron. And my question just to you guys and sort of everybody else is, should we as YouTubers and people in the public eye be speaking up on these issues? Does anybody really care? Does it ever help your career or does it just hurt? Uh, I don't know. Does it help people? I don't know. Does it really help their career? I, I guess if I really felt strongly about some sort of cause, I even then, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, even going out there and saying stuff like, go vote, it's important. Even that, I'm always kind of like, I, I feel like I'm going to piss someone off. And it's like, <laughs> Anyone who's following me is because they they heard me make a Skyrim with a guns joke or something, and they're like, her, 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 her. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You want? We'll just you know, we make stuff. Uh, I think I don't know. I mean, I think at a certain point you're always going to have your platform, and you can use that however you want to. I I think as long as you're making sure that you can sleep at night, um, then you're probably doing a good job. And also, if you're not keeping anyone else up. That would that would be qualifier number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, because uh, like an example of it is like Elise and I went to the women's march, um, and we tweeted about it while we were there, yeah. and a lot of people were happy, yeah. but also a lot of people were upset. Um, and you kind of learn. I think it it's useful. It depends on how you come at it. It's if you're definitive, and you're like this is the way it is and should be. Then you're probably going to piss people off. If you're like, this is the way I am, then there's a way to still, like, I didn't see people angry at me about going to the women's march and then go, well, screw this person. And like, like unfollow me then. And like, I didn't, I didn't want to get into an argument with them, but that's, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I felt was right. Well, you're allowed Um, to, you're allowed to, that's the point of America. And sometimes, sometimes it's, it's like, you know, we can both, we can have both. We can have both. You can like people (laughs) like that don't necessarily do everything you want to at all times. It's one or the other. (laughs) Black and white, you Nazi. I think I'm a little more radical where do I think if you're going to a women's march, you're on the right side of history. And if you're going to a, White supremacist march. You're on the wrong side of history. Yes. Well, so the women absolutely. Well, think so. I didn't say that's not what I said. I know, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I have no problem telling people that that's how I feel and that's, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm saying, and I think you should. Yeah, I, I think know. you should. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, I hate to say it, but if a white supremacist, let, let's say John Tron was a white supremacist, even though we don't know who he is, and I don't think he is. Um, let's say he goes to a white supremacist march and tweets about it. Uh, he's like, hey, this is my thing. This is what I want to do. I want to be here. Mm-hmm. Then he's allowed. That is a, that is a thing that he, he is. is allowed to do. Yeah. Then you Absolutely. also have to accept that that might hurt you, your individual. Absolutely it will. Yeah. I mean, it's different for us, too, because we're a group. So, like, if one of you guys went just nutso <laughs> and we just went and that started hurting us as a business, I'm curious how that would – if someone would go, hey, you got to – yeah, I mean, tote down on the white supremacist talk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kill the hate uh, speech. Subscribers yeah. are up. <laughs> yeah, they love it. I don't want them. I don't want them. <laughs> the kids love it. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, I think you have a right to unfollow. I think any if yeah. someone saw mm-hmm. me there and they unfollowed me, then okay, that's this is when this is where our relationship parts ways. Which is okay. That's okay. Yeah, you're allowed to like that's whatever okay. you want to like. But I mean, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna change who I am and what I think is right for the sake of maintaining the largest audience of. Right. Who cares, right. you know, wherever. 
Mm. Uh, by the way, I think I was 100% wrong about jazz being one of the only music that's American. Uh-oh. Americans have started. Yeah. Americans I mean, started. There's a whole long list. I mean, Adam said hip hop. Um, well, there's. It's a rap, but yeah. I don't know if this list is correct either, so I'm just going to read them off. Jazz, blues, country, bluegrass, rock, rhythm and blues, ragtime, hip hop, barbershop, pop, experimental, techno, house, dance, boogaloo, salsa, and rock and roll. So That's those may all be what other. Is boogaloo. Boogaloo. Oh, you can't maybe. say that, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, boogaloo, I forget what boogaloo's like. Is that like Ricky Ricardo? Uh, boogaloo's uh, Latin boogaloo. So it's a genre of Latin music and dance, right. which was popular in the United States. This wasn't birthed yeah. in the United States. But I mean, you know, jazz. Uh, but it's, it was popular in the 1960s. Um, either way, I love jazz because it's a fusion of everything. Mm. And uh, I don't listen to jazz a lot. I'm just no, saying no, I like I like the concept of jazz. It's you should really try experimental there. techno. It's though. the notes that aren't there. Exactly. Thank you, Omar. Yeah. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, Adam's still talking about techno. I, I experimental techno. I Big difference. That. There's <laughs> um, also jungle. Uh, that's hate speech. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. You can say jungle. It's called jungle. You're you're allowed to say. In some jungle. countries, hate speech is a crime. No. Um, so Drum finally, so thank you very much for sitting through style. that very serious, hard conversation. Yeah. Uh, I figured even though Lawrence is out, we should do hard netting. Do we have time? Um, we do. We have time. Okay. Um, and I wanted to remind you all of the, I think the current champion of hard netting is the yeah. Russian cult. The gadget cult. The gadget cult. There uh, it is. Here, it's right here. Yep. Yep. And they love gadget. Now, now an interesting thing about this cult mm-hmm. is that. It, this was in 2010. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't. Did Lawrence say that to us? Yeah, yeah. He it said was, it's been it existed for a long time. It, it's Russia though, so 2010 is like 1983 for them. <laughs> yeah, those turtlenecks are a deeper shade of beige by now. <laughs> <laughs> so they love they love gadget, but yeah. this is in 2010. So this cult might have grown, or uh, maybe they all killed themselves Possibly in an underground bunker. Just, yeah. Um, the, the gadget rocket. I'm not sure. Went so, by. So this is the current champion. They love gadget. Which they're and like, by the way, I'm partial to gadget. They're well. like F. Scott Fitzgerald. They did, they died not knowing that they were geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I and then, uh, I brought a new challenger uh, thanks to Adam who sent me some interesting links earlier <laughs> nice. today. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Buddy. Uh, we're gonna hopefully there's no Adam. First of all, I don't think Adam truly understands hard netting because when Bruce is like, I'm looking for hard netting categories, the things Adam sent out were monstrous. They were terrible. And I don't think that they were hard netting at all. There was a spider biting a man's penis. That's not like hard that. netting. Like that's that just unfortunate. That's just a, <laughs> that's did he, did I he I procure the spider? I, yes, he forced, I, I, he forced the spider to bite I his offered penis. Bruce a playbook, and there were all sorts of plays Why in there. are the related videos of pictures of corpses? You'll see. You'll see. We're going to get there. So right. this is on YouTube. So that, I, I mean, like, I don't understand why, but... Uh, well, this also happened in 2010. 2010 was a, a really busy year. Yeah. Um, but this was uploaded by Uh-oh. DJ Def Joey. That's a bad. That's a bad ratio. <laughs> and likes, dislikes. He uh, he talks in all. Can we full screen? Uh, hold on. I, 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 I want you to read the title. Yeah, I see it. All right, my dead great grandma's <laughs> coffin in my own backyard. This is for mm-hmm. the audio listeners. And then what happens is, okay, he has his great grandma's coffin in his backyard. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Look, see how happy he is that's, about that. Uh, that's like movie maker. And then um, I'm gonna skip through to the is most that important video of his grandma. The most important part. See, he keeps the casket there in the backyard. Cool. Uh, oh, oh no. All right, hold on. So we then should what he, say turn it off if you're not prepared for this. So then what he Wait, does? Was that, oh my God, no. What he does? <laughs> so what he does is he pops it open. There she is. Yeah. She's been there for a while. Obviously, it's been a little bit. That's um, a mummy. She's perfectly pre- preserved. It's kind of making me <laughs> gag. Perfectly, perfectly, no. Kind of no. making, making me gag a little bit. Uh, <laughs> God, she's then, way worse than Lennon. And then what he does is he kisses her. Oh, wow. Uh, 
Love knows no so, sound because so, he's deaf. There's no way that he, that's real. I, I, look, I did a little bit of more research on this, and it seemed to be real because it was. there are tons of articles written about it, and this was a thing that I think this man actually did. Okay, uh, but his, I'm trying to think how it applies to the greater internet in general. Well, the greater Does he have so a community... Um, of people that it, it, does he have a group that he, also kissed their dead grandmothers? Yeah, the, the, well, the amazing thing about it is that he uploaded this in 2010. Yeah, it was picked up in 2012 and 2014, and then again in 2017. What when so, today? Yeah, um, when did he when did he go on Ellen? Uh, <laughs> is there a follow up video? Um, I didn't. I don't know if there's a follow up video. I could look. Hold on. Um, no, because he's in jail. I don't know if he's in. You're allowed to do that. Why not? Why couldn't you do that? You can't keep dead people around, can you? I mean, why not watch me if you're i mean like who cares Hold she's in a casket you know, i guess the, you know, let's find out what else is on his channel bury it. well why doesn't he get her like a roof or something it rains on her he had the tarp that what about his neighbors that's got to smell terrible oh so he's uploading videos on his channel it's I'll, sealed I'll coffins over. are generally pretty sealed I'll drag he opened over. it and kissed the lady yeah well that's just a little bit bruce <laughs> farted into the chair before we started <laughs> the thing um so he oh loves, marijuana's he health benefit he loves marijuana uh, religion and politics don't mix. That's true. Okay. I would agree. Is uh, he a green man? What is that? What is that on the right? It's just a Santa's hat floating. Copy of "Just Say Hello to All of You." I don't know what this is. So, um, oh, okay. he's into crystals too. So he's. I mean, he's oh. the greatest YouTuber of us all. Yeah. So oh, you can put your own whatever you. Obviously, want he's got followers. I'm still gagging. Um, obviously, he's got followers. Hey, achievement hunter. Oh, recommended in. So. Um, Oh yeah, I am signed in. Shit. Do you think gay? This is, is in your history. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> okay. See, there's 4,300 subscribers, so people like what he posted. Well, that, that video had like I think it was like over. But a million we're talking. Views. So is Hardnet and DJ Def Joey? Hard is Net he is, the candidate, is or D is it the idea of kissing grandma's corpse in the backyard? I'm. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to say it's DJ Def Joey. DJ Def is Joey he, is, is the candidate. Is he Hardnet and harder than the Russian cult from 2010 that we don't know exists? Can you scroll? further down the videos uh, about uh, gadgets he's got I, marijuana I, videos he's got religion yeah. and politics videos IRS scam he's got a green screen video he's got dead grandma myself is getting he has his how to's tips yeah and how to's hospitals he is why is one of them called children shouldn't play with dead things that's because that's his grandmother he's, yeah I'll be Probably children were, were like doing it, and he was saying, "No, don't do four it." Four years ago, four years ago, he's a member of the ago. deaf community. His haunted videos—that's tough. See, I think him as a whole, he's really good. He's yeah. really kind of hidden on all the things that make the internet. He a he place is you should never go. He is kind of internet. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a really good job. I'm gonna be honest. I, with you. How many videos does he have? There's a shitload of stuff. He's got a lot. Hold on, let's check. I'm a little worried about his upload schedule. Yeah, it's like once every four years, he's like a cicada. He's got, uh, oh, he's got, you got to search for almost, him and then it'll tell you. Oh, yeah. He's got so almost weird. 2 million views. He's an actual DJ. DJ Diff. I think it was back then when everyone just called oh, themselves something yeah. DJ. Yeah. There we go. 228 videos. That's a lot of That's videos. That's a lot of videos. Look at that first video. Is he, wait, hold on. Is he deaf? Is he actually deaf? I, he's hard of hearing, he I, said. So, oh, he's hard bio. of hearing. Okay. Yeah. So oh, he's not That's fully how he still DJ. DJs. He's not full of deaf. Well, I'm with Bruce. I'm going to give it to DJ Deaf Joey. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm giving it to DJ Joey. Even I, that I one like, video. I feel I like I would win. Well, it's I, not a competition. <laughs> yeah. Right. I feel like... Um, I mean, necessarily, it is a competition, right? But not between us. If we didn't have the internet, we would never have DJ Def Joey. That's a really good Think point. Think about it. That's a really Life good point. Big media 50. wants to keep him down. Life I mean, after 50. He's almost 60 years old now. Hold on. He's got, he's got live video of an earthquake. Hold on. Let's see here. There it is. What? 
Did he just steal that from LiveLeak? Well, uh, let's see. Here's the video. Whoa, whoa, watch it. Was he on the roof? Get out of there, Tommy Lee Jones. Wait, who's that? Man, I love this guy so much. <sighs> okay, well. So DJ Jeff Jeff Joey wins. Yeah? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think so. I think he, as an entity, is hard net and pretty hard. Where's his grandma? I don't see his grandma in the backyard. Well, he buried he her. Yeah, he probably buried She's her. She's back now. there with no, the rest of them. No, this video was before that. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, it was. This was two years before. His yeah, and that died. earthquake should have popped Grandma right out of the ground. He lives nearby. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. He, the do, earthquake he does live nearby. Around. We should talk to him. Get an interview with him. Nope. No. Oh yeah. To. He's like. He's like. Hey, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pleasure to meet you. Oh, your breast stinks. Poor Grandma. Um. So thank you, DJ Def Joey. For Congratulations. Our hard netting champion. Lawrence is going to be like, Checks what did you do mail. while I was gone? I know. Well, what the hell happened? All those people who unsubscribe from JonTron need something new. So hopefully DJ Def jo since you can only subscribe so many times. Mm -hmm. That's true. You have a limited yeah. number of That's subscribers. So you buy more tokens if you want to subscribe. Ugh. Hold on. This is, I like this channel. Yes, you do. This is a good channel here. Soldier Boy. He's up there nine years ago. What? Uh, uh, anyways, thank you very much for watching. Yeah. Um, Dude Soup Live on first week. That means we're live for everybody right now. We're live. Oh! Not just for uh, Rooster Teeth sponsors. Crap. I shouldn't uh -oh. have said all those things I yeah, said. Yeah, I um, thought no one was going to see it. Well, no, they saw they saw it all. So, Joey could be watching. Um, yeah, so thank you again for Not watching. Listening, though. And uh, if you want to watch this live every single week on Monday afternoon, Pacific time for us, uh, then you have to become a Rooster Teeth first member. We do this live every single Monday. So thanks for watching. And uh, stay tuned for the post show, which we're going to do right afterwards. And that, I believe, is also free for every single person today. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so there you go, so that's cool. So we gotta watch our mouths a little more.